Every day I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby. And Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean. Just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews, and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney Plus. Join Reddit on Wiki every Monday and Friday for some of the most jaw-dropping stories Reddit has to offer. With each episode, John, Sean, and Josh meticulously curate the most engaging content from Reddit, transforming it into a podcast experience filled with laughter, awe, and sometimes disbelief. I, I bet. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of emotions with the most captivating stories from the corners of the internet. Subscribe to Reddit on Wiki wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Sarah coming up on the podcast today. Is it strange that when my family vacations, we all sleep in the same room? And then our intern, Joelle, is being very brave. She is black, but she says she's white on the inside. We're having a serious talk and Paul may lose his mind next on the Hey Fresh Pod. Fridays at the Fountain. If you need to unwind after a busy week, try Fridays at the Fountain in Crystal City. It's a weekly pop-up beer and wine garden. Yes, please. We're up for that. With great music and an outdoor beautiful setting. For more, crystalcity.org or you can head to my website heyfrage.com or paul's, paulwartonstyle.com. Boom! Click on the banner ad. It will tell you more. Pace the Nation. We are obsessed with their podcast and they're also our podcast studio partners. Pacers Running Store has a great podcast. Check them out. PaceTheNationPodcast.com for more details we're back <laughs> we're back bitches hey fresh what's the phrase that you hear every day hey fresh what's the phrase that you hear every day hey fresh you ain't got nothing come on what didn't want to be loud tune in you got to tune in Sarah Fraser on the mic and she about to begin the co-host with the most Paul Warren looking fleek Hey, Fresh, Paul Wharton, <laughs> AJ with the news and pop culture, Joel, the intern. Oh, back. I love it. We're back. Paul, oh my God, I missed your face oh, so much over the past week. Frasier, Sarah oh Frasier, I love you. I know. What is it? It's keep, always some random shit playing. Honestly, here's the thing, because you know I always talk about this. I yeah. run the board on this show, which I really shouldn't, <laughs> but we can't afford a producer yet. So I, every time I fucking let it run over and it plays the next soundbite. I love it. Don't even, I know. I'm the worst. I love it. Anyway. We're a mess. We are a mess. I'm so glad I'm back from Maine. Hi, darling. Welcome back. <sighs> we I'm have been some you. vacation in pools this summer. We honestly have. I mean, I feel like, actually, I told our friends at Fox 5, I was like, mm -hmm. hey, guys, hey, I got one more vacation. And the boss looked at me like, he honestly like had this phase and he did this like head thing where he went back. Like, he was like, yeah, again. Paul did? Yes. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, it's just one more, Paul, I swear. And then I'll be back. Here. I love like, it. Where are you going next? Nowhere. I'm here. I'm here for good. Oh, that was the last one. That was the last one. I'm thinking about going to this female podcast convention out in L.A. Okay. in October, but I don't know. I need oh, to great. Let's go. I need to stay here and hustle. Look. Crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> Wonderful. Where's, where are we staying? Crickets, crickets. Ah, uh, that's the thing. You got to be female. I know. I was actually surprised they're doing an all women's. Okay. All women's female podcast. Work it or something. W-E-R-K. Anyway, if no you're problem. a podcaster, you want to go, go. I mean, it's supposed to be really interesting, but... I don't know. Have fun, all of you. Yeah. 
How have you been? I have so much to update you about. I had a crazy vacation week yes. in Maine. My boyfriend was so good about staying with my family for eight days, but he did have one complaint. Okay, can I hear that? Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about it later. <laughs> no, 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 no. We can talk about it now. He, my, um, he was saying because my family is very close. Okay. And, and he was saying that it might be like a little too close. Mm-hmm. We went up to Greenville, Maine, which I had never been to. It's kind of in northern Maine, this like lake town, beautiful, beautiful. And so um, th- we rented this little camp for a couple nights. And the upstairs was all open and it had three twin beds and a queen size bed. So my mom and brother and I walk up and we're like, this is great. We'll all sleep together. You know, like my <laughs> niece in one bed, my mom, my brother. And then Dan and I could sleep in the queen. <laughs> And, and there so was two bedrooms left. There were two bedrooms downstairs, which nobody took. Oh so we, do you think that's weird? Because Dan was like, it was a little much to it's be this weird. close. Yeah. All the time. You think that's too much? I need my space. Yeah. So if you were there, you would have said, hey, I'm going to take one of the downstairs bedrooms. Well, I would have liked to have. But you know, when I went to Great Gardens, we were in 11 bedrooms and my mom and I slept in the same bed because she thought that Edie and Big Edie and Little Edie were going to come out and haunt us. <laughs> when you go stay at your mom's in Delaware, do you sleep in the same room as her then? No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have like three rooms at her house. Oh, because I would. I would like, I would almost stay. I'm there. like Dominique Devereaux from Dynasty. I do not sleep in the same room as my clothes. <laughs> Do you, do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, honey, That's no. so funny. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. She totally spoils me. Oh, my God. But anyway, so tell me more about Dan. So anyway, we, we had a good time. He was just, he. I think he is funny in that sense. He needs a lot of him time, which mm-hmm. I tell you, you know, oftentimes we butt heads about because I'm like, what? Like, we should be all hanging out together all the time. Like, my family, <laughs> car rides together, the dog's throwing up in the car, like, my niece is having Everybody's a meltdown. laughing and singing songs and stuff. Everybody's laughing. Yes, we are completely that family. My brother chats the entire time, and Dan <laughs> is just like, he needs some him time, but he doesn't get it. And he always tells me, he's like... I didn't have any time to recharge on our vacation. I'm like, you don't need to recharge. You had plenty of time. <laughs> I, I love mean, really, it. honestly. What was his biggest complaint? That sleeping all in the same room. He okay. like because every time anybody like moved, you heard all the beds creak. Like, <laughs> 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 it was like crrr, crrr, all night long. He was like, what the hell? I mean, oh, and God. He, he, I'm like, who cares? That's what family bunking That's is all about. That's what Ambien's for. Yeah. Take when an Ambien. When you sleep in a room full of people, you pop a 10 milligram Ambien and you, you know, you don't care what they're doing. Yeah, Whacking exactly. off, farting, who cares? <laughs> exactly. I slept right through it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm like, my mom, she's like, she's almost 70. So now, you know, she doesn't hear much or whatever. And she goes to bed every night. She gets the best night's sleep. I mean, sounding old sounds great because it's like every night we're like, Dan the next day would be like, oh, who was like making a lot of noise? Or it seemed like Kimber was up and talking in her sleep. My mom was Wait, like, really? Wait, you wake up being Inspector Gadget trying to figure shit out? <laughs> well, like, well, my who niece... was that that made the bed creak last night about 210? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, uh-oh, he got to go. Oh, my God. I have so much. I mean, next week I got to talk more about Dan. But you had fun. Oh, my God. We had a great time. My fa- I mean, I'm obsessed with them. Like, I love my family. I have so much fun. My brother, my niece. My niece is 11 years old. She's hell on wheels. You know, you can't even keep up. She, like, loves dancing, right? And she's half Jamaican. So she does all these, this bucking move, all these wow. things, which we're like, is this appropriate for 11 years old? I have no idea. She tells us it is. Sure. She's, <laughs> she's like, it's fine. You know, we're like, what are you she's doing? She's like, I'm Jamaican. Yeah. I can do these things, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's what yeah. she does. Yeah. So, I had a great time with her the only uh you know i mean i'm gonna do a little blog about all the great places we went in greenville dan got to see a moose which was awesome nice out in the woods we we spent and cut like a two hours in the car together moose hunting and we ended up finding one which was awesome so we'd seen one in the flesh have you ever seen a moose we're so different the- I, I just sometimes i just look at you and think how did i get here like, <laughs> you know ain't got something ain't got something Give it up for the believers, because Woo! in what world would a moose hunter come in the same space as somebody that does not want to sleep in the same room as his clothes? Okay? Only here. It's too much. You sleep with 10,000 people in the room, oh and I don't God. want to sleep with my clothes. We had the best time. Then what else? The other thing I was going to tell you that was so creepy, and this you were saying this like sparked you a memory. So my mom, you know, she lives in her little house, and so we were staying there a couple nights, too, before we got ready to come back. And every day we out, you know, we all go for a walk together. I mean, literally the family does everything. I'm not kidding. Like we get up, everybody sits and has coffee together and talks. I love it. Then we all go to, for a walk together. Like there, I, I do feel for Dan. There is no you time. Okay. Everyone's with each other 24-7. Like doors are always open. Everybody's in and out. I'd say the bathroom is like the only space that they give you. Sure. So 
we're out walking and this guy in a yellow Mustang, gray hair, older guy, appeared to have some sort of clown top on or clown like the ruffles, is driving down the street in Maine. And remember the ice cream music, like yeah. when the ice cream truck that would Scares be in your... Me. He had that music playing from his car, not from like the interior radio. Was he driving slow? Like, and yes, oh, yes, God. it was the craziest thing. I thought to myself, this, I know why Stephen King has written so many horror movies about Maine, because Maine has some of the craziest, creepiest wood creatures you have ever, I mean, it was Ooh. bizarre. I was like, Mom. Wood creature. I said, Mom. This nutsack is living down the road. Who is this guy? He is driving around in a yellow Mustang playing. She's like, oh, that's Stan. (laughs) Did she know him? (laughs) What's his name? (laughs) She's like, no. But she's not alarmed at all. She's like, oh, I don't know. I guess I'll have to. She's like, you think that's creepy? I was like, yes. I think it's so creepy. I guess I'll have to keep a watch out. Did she say something like that? No, she was like, oh, well, she did finally. We were like, mom, you've got to ask around. She's like. I, I'm getting ice cream truck music. I want you. I want to play it for you. Um, I saw an ice cream truck this weekend in Delaware. They have them in my mom's neighborhood. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I, I'm like I haven't seen an ice cream truck for years. Um, but anyhow, so yeah, she finally was like, it was honestly this coming from the guy's vehicle, not his speakers, like an outdoor speaker. And he was driving under 10 miles per hour. <laughs> yes. That shit is scary. <laughs> I'd yeah. run. I just take off running. My mom was not concerned in slow at motion. All. She's like, oh, he's probably lonely. I'm like, yeah, lonely and looking for kids. Oh. Anyway, that was my trip. What's been going on with you? I feel like, like you said, you know, we are, we are, we live two different lives. I was moose hunting. You were probably shopping at Jimmy Choo. (laughs) No, they're now Michael Kors. No, I'm just kidding. Unless they become a sponsor. In that case, yay, we love you. Um, No, actually, I went to my mom this weekend. I did not realize how much I miss hanging out with my mom. Oh, you I have so much fun with that woman. So Saturday, I got myself up and together. I headed out to Delaware. We hardly left her neighborhood. I was hanging out with old people. I was like the Blanche of the Golden Girls, okay? Like the young, hot one. (laughs) You know, I tell my little stories. Everybody's older than me. It was so much fun. But let me tell you what we did. So on Saturday night, well, as soon as I get there, she says her new friend, for one thing, I told you when my mom and I stopped talking for like a month. Yeah. She went out and got a life. Right. She has friends. Which actually turned out to be a great thing, right? Because, yes, yeah, she got a life. Now she likes Delaware. Well, because my mom had a lot of friends where she used to live in Maryland. And, right. But she moved there. And she didn't have any friends and all this. And I was trying to be her friend, her son, her everything. You know? And, and she's got a husband, too. But, you know. Oh, Chip. <laughs> yeah, oh, Chip. Chip. Hi, Chip. How I you know. doing? So, anyway, um, <laughs> she says that we're going to this barbecue at Mickey's house. So, I'm like, okay, this is great. She makes some coleslaw. My mom's super gourmet cook. She doesn't put mayonnaise in her coleslaw. I don't know how that works, but it's fabulous. Anyway, Ooh. so we go to Mickey's house for a barbecue. We get in there. Of course, we're an hour and a half late because <laughs> we're playing music. Uh, the karaoke machine's on. She's doing her hair. I'm on the mic. I'm like, you know, putting my shorts on. She's on the mic. That's how we do. <laughs> we go to Mickey's house. We eat really quickly. And then Mickey says, oh, you know that new movie, Kid Night? Kidnapped that's coming oh, out yeah, today. Oh, yeah, with um, Halle Berry. That came out yesterday. I have it on the fire stick. Oh, wow. Okay. So she's like, we're having movie night. <laughs> and she turns into like Oprah right in front of me. I'm like, oh, my God. Does this woman know me? Like, what? <laughs> this is exactly the kind of shit I like. They had so much food. We go downstairs in this woman's house. She's got a full movie theater, like a, the screening room that's like a real theater, popcorn machine popping. She's yes. got brownies and cookies, oh. wine, champagne, th- everything, blankets on all the seats. I'm like, why am I working? <laughs> Why don't I just stop all this madness and go move Come in with my yeah. mom? Yeah, exactly. and just go around to her neighbor's house and, and hang out and eat their shit and watch their movies. So we have a that great time. Great. We have a fabulous time on Saturday night. And then um and then Sunday we my sister came out for brunch. Oh, which so was a fun. lot of fun. Yeah. Wait, is she in Delaware or Maryland? No, my sister's in Maryland. Oh, that's so So she fun. came out, she and her boyfriend. I took everybody out to a big seafood dinner. Oh, yum. Yeah, we had all this great seafood. We had a, we just had a really great time. And I actually have to be honest, I cursed you out. <gasps> what? When? I cursed you out because we actually had a photo shoot <laughs> with one of our partners yesterday, Murris <laughs> Diamonds. <laughs> and I'm like, you know how it's, you're not ready to go? And you start thinking of all the reasons why you have to go. And you blame it on somebody. Oh, no. And yeah. I'm like... 
you know what? That bitch didn't even run it, run by my schedule and make sure I was available to do this shoot. Who the hell is she to book my schedule, making me leave my mama when she just had a whole week with her damn mama? You know what? She gonna hear it from me. Wait a minute. Oh, didn't I was I, cursing you out. Didn't I tell you like two weeks ago? Yes. <laughs> we were gonna. I do told a you shoot. in the summertime. I don't. I'm not here on Monday or Tuesday. I love. I tell you this good and you're like oh, no I'm sorry I'm not available I'm like but that's when they can do it you're like I'm still not available I'm like well when are we gonna do this I'm here Wednesday so through fun. Friday afternoon and then I'm out but that's only in I the summer. You. After Labor Day, I'll be here full time. Okay. Well, now now we know. Everybody knows. All right. I won't book no, you. No, but I, I cursed you out in a very fun way. But I came, didn't I? And oh, we my ended God. Up having, you were there. Yeah, it was great. We ended up having a fabulous time out at Mervis Diamonds out in Tyson's with yeah, our friend terrific. Jonathan. Aren't they great? Yeah, they are. And, and they have unbelievable jewelry. And all price points. A lot of wedding. Mm-hmm. They're known for their diamond wedding engagement rings, men's rings. And you can customize everything. Yeah. I yeah, thought that was great. really cool. And they have this new thing called... To Corey Journeys. Did you know about this? Did you hear uh, Jonathan just, talk yeah, about Jonathan this? Yeah, Jonathan was talking about it yesterday. So, you know, we all want to be proposed to, right? And Sarah and I have been doing, do. <laughs> doing a hell of a vacation summer. So what about a destination proposal? Oh, I love that. So they have this new program called Takori Journey. So with each qualifying Takori purchase, you can receive a Takori Journeys travel voucher, which I think is really cool. Yeah, that so is basically, a good... you get a diamond ring and it allows you to travel and get um, money towards your travel. Whatever you want to do. Honeymoon, if you're going to have a destination wedding. Uh, if you buy a Takori ring and it starts this weekend at Mervis, you can go to MervisDiamond.com uh, to find out more. But but you basically get these great vouchers that, you know, you end up saving quite a bit of money because you buy the ring, you get this, you can do the honeymoon, anything there. Exactly. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, so definitely. And if you're in the, uh, if you want an engagement ring, maybe you're at the point a lot of people are upgrading, email us. You can email Paul Wharton Style at yahoo.com or at HeyFrage, Sarah at HeyFrage.com. Um, email the two of us. We'd love to bring you in, introduce you to Jonathan at Mervis um, if you're getting an engagement ring. Or send us a picture if you hate your engagement ring secretly and you want something different. Right. Because I would never trust Dan. I'm sorry. I would not want Dan to pick out my ring. And you know what? If I, I never get engaged, I'm just going to actually go through the store. And I was thinking this yesterday. I want to go through there and pick some stuff up for myself. You know. Hell yeah. That I just put on my own little wish list. I, I think that's true. I'm registering for life. <laughs> just because. No reason. Just There's me. no baby coming. Hmm. There's no wedding. Just because. Just me. Yeah. Um, we have so many we have so many stories. Oh and I can't wait to get Joelle, our intern, on the mic. Um, so many things to talk about. But I was going to read this email. We do love your email feedback all the time. And, you know, the, what the health debate keeps raging on. One of these days we're going to get our acts together and all uh, do a... I'm doing plant-based like four days a week. That's it. Uh, which is a struggle because I do crave meat all the time. So anyway, but people are not happy that I basically came on here and was like, hey, look, you should watch this documentary, and I'm obsessed, and and now I'm get, I get tons of, not really hate mail, I mean, I don't care. But why do you, people mind what you do in your life and your choices? You're only sharing your life. Because people feel that we have a platform, mm-hmm. and when, in this case, whether it's me or you or whatever, but when I go on here and I'm like, hey, meat's terrible for you, dairy's awful, watch this documentary, this is like leading to cancer, and look what the, and people really get pissed at me when I'm like, the American Diabetes Association is taking your money and is essentially not interested in a cure. They're basically interested in just keeping the research going because that's where the money is. People get mm. so pissed, okay. and I'm sure I'll get more emails. Okay. So, anyway, um, but Stacy wrote to me and she said, Hey, Sarah. Absolutely love the podcast, but lately I have to say I'm really disappointed in all this veganism that you're pushing because you watched one documentary on Netflix. I beg you to do other research and have even included a link to an article of reviewing the film. I believe all people should eat however they want and do what is best for them. All of our bodies are individual and we have to figure out what works best. Just to tell you a little bit about my story, I've been overweight my entire life and in my late 20s I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. That was about eight years ago. Last December, the type 2 diabetes had led me to develop liver disease. I also had PCOS and had not gotten my and not had my period in in 6 years. Last year I started a oh, is it a ketogenic ketogenic mm-hmm, yes. way of eating and I'm so proud to say I have reversed my liver disease. I've reversed type 2 diabetes and I'm getting my period. A low carb way of eating is is right for my body. And I do take insult to films like What the Health because it disrespects something that has literally saved my life. Just consider that this film is a piece of propaganda. Consider all sources, not just one documentary. I love you and Paul. 
Well, look, I mean, I say well, you have a funny way of showing it. No, just kidding. I love you too, Stacey. No, but I think to each his own. Like, I came on here and talk about going to happy hour every day. I'm not promoting alcoholism because I don't right. think I'm one. Am I? <laughs> Am I? <laughs> Everybody's like silent in the, and the whole room fell silent. Okay. No. No, I'm just saying right. this is my life. I said this to you. I don't care. I'm like, do whatever you want. Do I come on here and tell people, like, this is it. You have to be vegan. I don't give a shit. Do whatever you want. Right. But I love that this has worked for Stacy, And I think yes. that is fantastic. And I love hearing, you know, other sides of other opinions about things. Because this has worked for her. So I think that's, that's great. I mean, I don't know if my life is working for me, but I sure am having fun. <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't really know. I'm figuring it all out. Well, I really, I mean, people have sent me a lot of articles I need to read about this. And my thing on food is food is always going to be a hot topic. It's sort of like, um, mm-hmm. you know, name a discussion, politics, Race. right? Race, politics. Mm-hmm. And it, it's always going to be people that disagree or whatever. And I just personally believe that unless you really know where your food is coming from, unless you know the farm that the animals are raised, I think most of our fill, food is filled with a lot the of shit. The only thing I can't understand about your choices right now with this plant four thing is yes, either me. you believe it or you don't. Like four days a week to do three days of shit you don't believe in, which is eating meat. I don't really get that. Plant four. I mean, it sound, it's like you're fighting for, the, for your rice four days a week and then the other three days. <laughs> I need a break. What the hell? What is that? Excuse me. I don't understand. Excuse me. That's what works for my body type. Is that what works for your body type? Okay. But I don't know that I would really call you a vegan. I'm not. A four-day vegan. I say I'm vegan-ish. Because here's my thing is I believe, I totally believe, in my opinion, I think dairy, all that stuff is filled with a lot of shit. It's not the stuff that we ate 100 years ago when you owned your own cow and you went out and you got your own milk. We we don't. Right. It's it's all processed. You don't drink milk. You do Almond I do almond milk, milk or coconut soy milk, milk or so, something. Okay. And I do that seven days. Right. Okay, I'm on that seven days. Okay. But the hard part is with vegan, like, I've just started making meals. It just is a lot more. And I, this is the part I disagree with vegans. Vegans will come on and they'll go, oh, it's so it's cheap, easy. It's, it's so cheap. cheap. Yeah. It's not easy. And right. it's not cheap. And right. if, I can't imagine if I had two other mouths to feed, you know, how you get your kids to do it. and all, Because it requires a ton of prep getting vegetables, cutting all those vegetables up. I'm sorry. Let the emails roll. <laughs> Sarah at HeyPhrase.com. Anyway. Don't email me. <laughs> Cece Paul. Uh, look, we have a ton of stories to talk about before AJ gets to her uh, news and pop culture. So, Paul, I wanted yeah. to, uh, you and you had a great story, but Melissa Rivers has yes. come out. She's going to write a tell-all book about her mother, and she's holding nothing back. She's even publishing some of um, Joan Rivers' unpublished and unused jokes um, and her personal files and Melissa says that her uh, her mom would want it this way and that her mom saved every single joke. She has thousands yeah. of jokes dating back to the 50s and 60s. But you actually said that you'd been to Joan yeah. Rivers' home? Yeah. When? Uh, I lived in New York from 1997 to 2000 and I don't know, four? Four, I'm whatever. So, jealous. so maybe like in 2002, Joan Rivers was hosting a fashion show. Okay, Pete, people, I'm coming, but <laughs> I was only there to see Joan. It was a fur fashion show. Oh my God. Right. Okay. I know, right? It's like this was in 2002 <laughs> or whatever. So she was hosting the show. She was having a great time, sipping her wine. Um, I was there with a friend of hers. Okay. Okay. So after they hosted the show, she got two fur coats to host the show. <laughs> wow. they, she left with them. Wow. And she invited us to come to her apartment. Mm. And we went up. We were all the way down in Soho. And we went up to the Upper East Side to like Fifth Avenue. And I think it was 60 something, like 62nd Street, whatever. So you go up. You get in the elevator. You go up. You come out of the elevator. It's just all this marble. You walk up to the door. And you go in. And it's this huge ballroom looking gold leafed palace penthouse oh i mean it's just completely amazing did it overlook amazing. central park does it overlook central park or did it 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 did yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, God. it did yeah it overlooked central park i really did. there was like a uh, a terrace off the dining room okay. i mean it was just stunning it was absolutely stunning and there was a there was like a guy there working in her house it was late at night it was like midnight <gasps> wow yeah he was working in her house and he gave us wine and he served it on a silver platter i mean it was like severe Five and i was star. only like 20 years old 20 oh. like I mean, it was like 23 or 22. 
Wow. Yeah, trying to act all fabulous and oh, oh Joan. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I would have died. She I'm so sorry I didn't meet her. She was on my list of people that I wanted to meet. You know, and at the time I remember getting her phone number, but for some reason I never followed up and it was always something that I said, you know what? I'm gonna reach out to her and I'm gonna ask her to do my show, like when I was at the CW. Oh my god, I bet she would have. I bet she would have. And in the holiday show and all that. And then I said, you know, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to reach out. And even right before she died, I was still staying in my head. Wow. I'm going to reach out to her and remind her of that day. And da 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 da. And I'm sure she'll remember me and it'll be great. And she'll. Do... And then it never happened. I didn't oh, do it. Wow. I know. Well, she was one of those people you never thought would die. Right. Because she was just such an icon and such mm-hmm. a worker. And mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so that book is going to be out this fall. And if you're into, and of course, Melissa will talk about too. You know, Joan was so suicidal. Melissa Rivers' father uh, committed suicide so she's going to talk about all those I didn't kind know Joan of skeletons. was suicidal yeah Joan almost thought about taking her own life after Edgar after Edgar died and then she went through you know the whole Johnny um, Carson yeah there was a big period of time for a couple of years there where she really couldn't get many gigs because right. she was so blacklisted from all of Hollywood and so that's when she was basically Edgar died her daughter resented her and she was like ready to take her own well, life she was offered her own show on Fox she's basically the 20 year guest co-host on Johnny Carson yeah. and she was always there whenever he was out she filled in then she came on and guest co-hosted with him many times and then 20 years later she was offered her own deal from Fox okay to do her own late night show and from the very beginning Barry Diller and Edgar didn't get along and they were fighting all the time and then it was just doomed from the very beginning and I do think and people can say anything that they want but I think there has never been and I think it will take many many years for there to become no one ever did a red carpet like Joan right you know and the Joan when Joan and Melissa would host E red carpet I mean that really did start the whole who are you wearing and nobody's been able to do that since sure and now they all suck as far as I'm concerned you know because they're they're too nice and they're all very worried about they want the celebrities to come back and Joan didn't care you know people would walk away and then it became a thing (laughs) of you'd come over and it would be like okay Joan be nice and she would but she made red carpets and Mm -hmm. I do think think there is an example of such a one of a kind like she cannot be replicated right and I, I think you see it I think people don't care as much just anymore. such a strong woman and she talked about how when her husband committed suicide how she was millions of dollars in debt because he was a terrible business person and let me tell you something she worked her ass off actually we need to start doing stand-up <laughs> side note <laughs> Really? She worked her butt off. So what do you think? You think Kathy Griffin is the next Joan? I think she made her millions, too. You know, she was one of the people that got on QVC and HSN before that became a celebrity thing. And I think she made a fortune off the jewelry, the clothes. Uh, We need that. Yeah. When are we going to start designing jewelry? You're not doing that. You're you're getting in the watch game. I am. I'm trying. But no, but I'm going to... I'm doing... um, Actually, I need everybody to chant and pray for me because I'm going to uh, Tampa to HSN the first week of October. You're going to be on? Nam yo ho in gekyo, nam yo ho in gekyo, nam yo ho in gekyo. What does that mean? That's my Buddhist chant. (laughs) (laughs) That's my Buddhist chant. No, no, I'm going to have a pitch meeting. I have a pitch meeting for my new products. I have my six existing products. I have six new skincare products, and I have eight new hair care products. I'm taking all my shit to Tampa, and I'm pitching the shit out of it. Oh, I want you to get on. That oh, would be please. amazing. I need that check. I need that HSN check. And now QVC just bought HSN. So, you know, I yeah, get in there and I the work my way up to QVC. Uh, I think this will get people fired up. But this guy's Instagram, it, you know, this story's happened on Friday. But I wanted to talk about it because, you know, I, I love uh, body image issues. I've struggled with my own. But a guy on Instagram did a tribute to his curvy wife, which sparked a huge backlash. You've probably seen this guy. His name is Trip, um, And uh, Robbie Tripp. But he goes by at trip on instagram posted this picture do you see this poem mm-hmm. you I saw did. the one of, of him holding his his wife and yeah. i don't even think i would call her curvy to be honest but she's in a cute bathing suit that's got oranges they're on the beach and he writes i love this woman and her curvy body as a teenager i was often teased by my friends for my attraction to girls on the thicker side ones who were shorter and curvier girls that the average basic bro might refer to as quote chubby or even fat then as i became a man and started to educate myself on issues such as feminism and how the media marginalizes women by portraying a very narrow and very specific standard of beauty thin tall lean i realized how many men have 
bought into that lie. For me, there is nothing sexier than this woman right here. Thick thighs, big booty, cute little side roll, etc. Her shape and size won't be the one featured on the cover of Cosmo, but it's the one featured in my life and in my heart. There's nothing sexier to me than a woman who is both curvy and confident. This gorgeous... Oh, Hold on. Where did the rest of it go? Sorry. Anyway, he goes on to basically say... (laughs) He goes on to basically say that he loves her curves and all this. So... I find nothing wrong with this. I'm sorry. I'm waiting for you to get to the part where he just goes off on her or something. I mean, I think this is a nice tribute to his the woman that he loves. Well, a lot of people are pissed because they're basically saying that the fact that he wrote such statements as like, well, her body will never be on Cosmo magazine is basically the whole problem with society. It's like this woman isn't that curvy. She should be on Cosmo. And when you sit there and well, take basically... take that shit up with Cosmo, not with the man that loves this woman that's professing her love, his love for her. And how come women can get on Instagram and say, curvy girls rock, love my curves, but this man can't say he loves his woman's curves. He goes, get the hell out of here. <laughs> the rest of it goes, guys, rethink that society, what society has told you that you should desire. A real woman is not a porn star or a bikini mannequin or a movie character. She's real. She has beautiful stretch marks on her hips and cute little dimples on her booty. Girls, don't ever fool yourself by thinking you have to fit a certain mold to be loved and appreciated. This is a guy out there who is going to celebrate you for exactly who you are. Someone who will love you like I love my Sarah. I love it. You do? I think See, it I, is great. Yeah. I really do. And if he was and if he was professing his love for a size zero one oh and look and you can see her bones Ooh, and her clavicles are sticking out Ooh, i love every bit of vein i can see in her arm because she ain't got no fat on her this girl is a 0.5 percent body fat i mean you know then people would be like you know what this is preposterous this is crazy you know even then i respect people's opinion this is his opinion this is the way this man feels he loves this woman but shouldn't you? I mean, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, AJ. What do you? You look like you wanted to say something. What's your What's your take? Because I think it is patronizing. I think that he's basically capitalizing on the whole, you know, self body image thing. And honestly, the fact that he's like her thick thighs and stretch. I just feel like she has thick thighs and stretch marks. So what? Yeah, but I feel like he's essentially just saying to her like. I, I think it's almost like a backhanded compliment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Instead of just... Because to me, if he really loved her body, he'd be like, I just love this woman. Exactly the way she is. I love everything about her. This is what she does. Her spirit, her this, that, and the other. Instead, he's basically going... He's basically like backhanded fat shaming her. Going, well, I love your curves. And you know what? You'll, girl, you'll never... My wife will never be on the cover of Cosmo. It's like, no, asshole. You want to be fighting to get her on the cover of Cosmo instead of sitting well, who there... who says the cover of Cosmo is winning? Well, I don't think that... Well, they still are winning because they still are out there and they are putting women of over the size two mm-hmm. on the, the magazine. I just don't... So so unless he just loves this woman, he can't say why he loves these, this woman. This man and the rest of us using social media as our own network, as our platform, he's only allowed to say that I just love her. That's all. I just love her. Well, he can't say all the reasons why, he, the things he appreciates yeah, but then about he her. should add more than her weight and the way she looks. But essentially, to me, he's taking the meaning out of this because he's focusing on the way she looks in just in well, what he's trying to make. Well, maybe that's society and everybody that he sees walking past them, walking down the street that looks back and gives her a double take, not in a positive way because people sense energy and people say things and people are rude. And maybe this man is saying these things because he sees how people react to he and his woman walking down the street. Maybe that's the case. What do you, what do you think, AJ? I, I read the article and I wanted to point out one of the quotes that was really made sense to me. Uh, this is Julia, a sex and relationship editor. She says, people should date who they want, but mentioning a person's otherness, like weight, race, gender, makes it seem like you want a medal for dating her for being larger. Um, she says, finding non-size zero women attractive does not make a man a good person. It just makes him not an idiot. So we like, okay, if you, you did, if, if I did this with color, if I was like, I'm dating Paul, and I love, like, your dark skin, and I love, wouldn't that be, like, <laughs> offensive? <laughs> Would you be pissed? I'm still caught on the dating Paul thing. Can we use someone else as this metaphor? <laughs> just any name. Any old other name, please. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, people well, can like, You're say, beautiful skin, Paul. Yeah, and like, somebody's like, ooh, that yeah, bronzy that, chocolateness, that yeah, almondiness. Yeah, and I love how... I would think it was odd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. But 
it's a little bit different with weight because walking down the street every day, I mean, I have a friend, I have lots of friends that are, that are considered overweight and they feel a certain kind of way before we leave the house. They've got to be wearing some, you know, this specific thing because they don't feel comfortable in a lot of things. Walk down the street. They're very aware of people looking at them, talking about them. And people do. We hear the whispers. We hear like the little laughs and things like that. I have a friend that's really overweight and she only takes selfies of just her face and she holds the camera way up and she sticks her neck way out. And that's the only picture you'll ever see of her. She'll hiding behind someone or just, pictures of her face so she knows when we walk down the street people you know tap each other Hmm. and point at her so that's why i don't think it's the same as as race or gender this man is celebrating something about this woman that she's probably been ridiculed about maybe her whole life i mean maybe not this particular woman but people in general you know people just aren't nice out there so I, i don't know i think it's all good i really do you thought it was all good okay i do that's what i think I, was, I think it's cute that he's, you know, pointing it out. But it did seem a little far to go. Like, her cellulite and dimples on her butt. I don't know. That I know. I'm like, far. dude, just anything else butt. you want is, like, when she's taking <laughs> what else a crap. And, like, she's, I mean, it was just, like, and her thighs are, like, spread on the toilet. But I'm if just, you like, really dude. love someone, don't you start to love. Like, embrace little, all their imperfections. But, yeah, those little things about know. them. And you're just like, I mean, suppose you're dating somebody that's older. And you're like, oh, my God. And, you know, <laughs> and I love. And every laugh line around his face just makes me think of the good times. We've had every single wrinkle around his eye. <laughs> Get over here. Let me fill him with both. <laughs> <laughs> right i'd be completely obsessed don't get me letters now don't pull me into this shit what are we going for facelifts you need together? some paul wharton beauty botanic youth <laughs> yeah, cream yeah, yeah. your age spots let me just put some cream on that hot. hold on yeah can we cover up those age spots <laughs> what can we do this is all fun people but see that's what i don't like i don't like not being able to have an opinion and not being able to say what you Thing. I I understand. I hear what you're saying. I think the thing for me is the whole thing. I think the whole self care movement is trying to get away altogether from even focusing on. I know this is idealistic because I feel the same way about people of all different colors. I feel like we should just stop referring to each other as like, oh, that person's black, that person's Asian. No, we're just people. And I think that for me, the self care movement is stop. It's not like what size I am or what size you are. Oh, I'm celebrating your curves. I'm celebrating how it's just your person. Are you healthy? That's what I want it to be. Have you ever had somebody try to <laughs> describe someone to you, but they don't want to say their race? And, yeah. you're, and you're on the other end like, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's tall, um, long hair, brown, uh, long hair. Um, yeah, nice uh, nice figure. I think she's about a size six. Mm-hmm. Oh, her eyes are brown. Oh, brown. Okay, their eyes are brown. Okay, well, okay. What else can you tell me about this woman? Well, she's got a great personality. Is the bitch black or white? Okay, <laughs> God damn it. I mean, just get to the point. I never know if people like saying black or African-American. And if they're really professional, I'm like, can I say black? Oh, I know. Is black I don't not know professional? what to say either, yeah. Wait, what right. are you supposed to say? African-American or black? Oh, God, supposed to say. Say whatever you want to say. I'm black. I'm African-American. I'm, I'm all of that. Okay. Do you know? And do you I call really... a white person Caucasian? I don't know. No, I call him white. <laughs> <laughs> he white. She white. Speaking of black and white. Yeah, tell us. <laughs> no, I'm, it's just so interesting. Oh, I love topics like this. I it's do. so interesting. And, I, you know, we have a new intern named Joelle. Oh, yeah. Um, she's going to be this mic working? Um, or, no. Okay, come over here for come a second, Come over Joelle. Yeah, Joelle, get on, get on EJ's mic here. You know, before the show, we were talking, and Joelle said something that was a little bit alarming to me. She said she topic. referred to herself as an Oreo. Okay, and for those of you that have never heard that term, I'm sure there's like one of you out there, but that is a person that's black on the outside and they feel white on the inside. Now, let me tell you why I was so horrified with this. What is it when you're the opposite? Like, I feel that way. Like, I'm white on the outside, but I feel black on the inside. What's that? Inside out Oreo. Inside out Oreo. Okay, yeah, go on. By the way, Joelle's got brown eyes. She's got a really nice... uh, She's black. (laughs) (laughs) She's black, people. I'm taking okay, I, the mystery out. <laughs> She's got curly hair. It's really nice. Yeah. She's got nice Cute lips. necklace on. Yeah, beautiful Cute lips. Necklace. Yeah. So basically, she said she's an Oreo. And I remember the reason why I looked at you like you're crazy, and I'm still thinking you're like a little bit crazy. But <laughs> I'm going to help bit. you through this. I'm going to help you through it. But well, she started off saying she doesn't date black guys. And okay. she's a black woman. I'm like, okay. 
first flag. Okay, no problem. Which, by the way, this prompted, because we're going to talk about this yeah. story. Essence Magazine just did a story this week. And, and um, you know, I love this podcast because we have such a diverse group of people listening. And they essentially asked black men why they don't date black women. And and in the black community, according to this article in, in Essence, this is, a, is still a big issue. And mm-hmm. so black men, they surveyed about 500 and they broke down why. Okay. So we, the three of us, we were just starting to have this conversation about this article, and that's when Joelle goes, oh, I, I'm an Oreo. And she said, I don't date black men. And, and said, then she said, right. she's an Oreo. So the reason why I'm like, huh, huh? Um, and I offered to take her to Cleveland for a nice long weekend, in which case she'd come back, you know, <laughs> empowered. Because when I was in the fifth grade, okay. I had I grew up around, you know, many white people and i had a group of friends that were all white and we had a group they had a group uh called tech t-e-c terry eric chris and then when i came along they call it tech tech okay i mean which it should have been pecked like pecked, paul yeah. eric chris terry yeah, but anyway pecked. i was on the end i was a new guy in town even though i had lived there my whole life but <laughs> i digress so one time on the way home they were we were on the way home they were going to drop me off and they said to me Oh, Paul, we love you so much. You're not like the other black people. And I said, you know, I'm black. I'm black. uh, No, I'm white trapped in a black body. That's what I said. Okay. At the time. Right. At the, in the fifth grade, got out of the car and I started, it started replaying in my mind. White trapped in a black body. Is that the way I feel? Huh? That's interesting. I went to Cleveland that summer. It was right. We were just getting out of school. I would go to Cleveland for the whole summer. That played over in my head, and I knew it didn't feel right. I had a strong black mother. I had a strong black father. You know, I knew the difference between the races, but I also, you know, had lots of white friends, and, but I just had an issue with that. So when I went to Cleveland that summer, from fifth to sixth grade, I, like, became, like, a little mini Black Panther. I really did. I was like, let me get myself together. Because let me go to Cleveland. Yep. Huff Avenue, where my grandmother who passed away lived, it was in the ghetto. My other grandmother lived in East Cleveland, the ghetto. I mean, you know, but... Sure. You know, beautiful homes and all that kind of stuff, but it's the hood. Okay. No doubt about it. You know, and I just needed to really be around my family and figure out why I was feeling that way. And I came back a lot more enlightened. So it just surprised me to hear all these years later, a 22 or 23 year old black woman still feel like she's an Oreo because I feel like it's a phase you go through as a kid when you're trying to figure Uh. shit out. And I was happy to move past that and work through it. So you're still there. What's going on? I just think because I grew up in Montgomery County and I went to primarily white schools. I only really have like white Caucasian friends that... It just that's just kind of how it happened and I've only dated really white guys Middle Eastern guys I've never had like serious relationship with black guys and a lot of times black guys don't like me so well that's okay so all right what that's are not your what you thoughts? said before you said <laughs> that all the black guys that come up to you are ghetto they and are ratchet ghetto. and you're not saying, having though, it the type of okay. black guys that I want to come up to me they don't come up to me the, why not they, are why you do giving you think them more is? than a second to, to are you just looking at them like ghetto no but they come up to me hey ma what's your name is like I don't I don't want you to come up to me and say that I want you to come up and be respectful I want you to say hi my name is I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Blank. Uh, how are you doing today? But why does he have to talk like you talk? Well, he doesn't have to talk how you I talk. You don't have to like him. I'm just saying, but you know. He doesn't have to talk like he doesn't have respect or he doesn't know how to right. talk to a woman. Or so how, how do the white guys come up? Hello, ma'am. 
I'm like, no, they don't do that either. No, they don't come up to me like that. But they'll they come say up, sup. They I say, know hey. them white boys. A lot of times they just say, hey, what's up? How mm-hmm. are you? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, okay, we'll have a conversation. A lot of times I, I like to sit in my little corner and let them come to me or my friend brings them over. But, you know, I Do you I go know. fishing for white guys? <laughs> so you date you have you ever dated a black I mean you're young you're young I've but. dated a black guy but it was it wasn't like a he was like my best friend and we dated for like a while but he and was do you my feel closed friend. off you feel closed off to dating a black man I do not feel closed off to dating okay. a black guy if some if one of you guys have we're like making cute... some progress but wait <laughs> let me just be super honest about this because that's fascinating to me just, I feel okay. like you know I. Am really feel really great about being a gay black man okay first of all secondly I dated mostly white guys in my life mostly mainly because I have never in my whole experience gone up to someone and asked them out ever white men ask you out really oh, more often yeah I mean yeah and I don't know if that's because that's where I am and you know and then black guys that ask me out the hot ones I go out with them oh well that see here's my thing and I Okay, maybe this is like a really surface level, but I've only dated white guys, and now I feel like if I was ever single again, I would never date a white guy ever again. Because I feel like, to some extent, white guys are a lot alike. Like, they're all the same. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Sorry, white men that listen. But, you know, they kind of do. Like, don't you feel like, to some degree, it's nice to date somebody that, like, has a comes from a different experience than you do? I'm not talking an economic background. I'm talking a just... That they have a different view of life. Like black men, to me, are way more. They they're just better. I, don't I can't know. generalize it by race. <laughs> I really can't because the the black men that I've dated um, have certain things in common with the white men that I've dated that I've really liked. If I really like them, I don't even really specify it by color. The only way I do that is if I'm describing, you know, them in a very ratchet way to one of my girlfriends over cocktails, you know, <laughs> big old nappa oh. jamma. Oh, girl, it was going, you know, like that. You know, I had to be specific. So, you know, put him in the mindset. But um, no, I mean, there, I have some things in common with some white guys and some things with some black guys. And I'm open to other races, Asians I haven't dated yet. But I think my thing is the only black man my mom has ever been with was my father. Okay, my mom so you think has, that skews your view? I think that's view? another big thing because I've never seen my mom with another black man ever, ever in my life besides my father. Wow. And so I think maybe because that, that's what I grew up with and then going living in Montgomery County. Damn, your daddy primarily. was putting it down strong, huh? <laughs> One and done. <laughs> and, know, and then here you come. Get it in. <laughs> <laughs> See? Do you? You feel like an Oreo, right? Do you feel bad when you say that statement? I mean, that seems like a little bit like you might not really want to be who you are. No, I think saying that means that I just people try to stereotype saying, "Oh, you don't act black." That's what people tell me all the time. And so, growing God, up, and you take horrible. that as a, I feel like you. Growing up, I people would people tell me that. you're an Oreo, but I feel like I'm you like, like that though. I don't like that. Yes, you I do. think that. Because you're, you're owning that. You're like, I'm an Oreo. But I'm a black girl. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't think that I'm white. I don't think I act white. I have a lot of white friends. I, you know, primarily hang out with white people and am around white people. But I know that I'm black. I am I am black. That is what I am. That That's is who so I am. That's so fascinating. But all my life, people have said, oh, my God, you're such an Oreo. Oh, my God, you're this. Oh, my God, you're that. And I'm like... Yeah, well, but that's what I'm they me. have said. You have to make sure that you really do. I mean, you're saying that now, but 10 minutes ago, you were on that whole Oreo kick. And I just, you know, because as you go through life, yes, that's people that don't hang out with you, that aren't your friends, people in business, people in real life, they want, they see you as a black woman. You yeah. know, that's who you are. Wait, can we talk about the next thing, which was like when we first started this, you were saying, oh, maybe we should discuss how black women treat other black women in the... In the- oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if Paul really wants to um, get into that right now. <laughs> maybe we should save that one. Because that was fascinating to me. Because here's the thing. We first started this article, which I'll get into right now, about this is um, Essence Magazine asked single black men to share some of their perceptions floating around about dating black women to help jumpstart the conversation and dispel some of the myths out there. Okay, here are the top seven reasons. Um, Black men tell uh, tell Essence Magazine that black women, quote, just don't seem fun, which I I think the reasons with these seven reasons are Are really awful. But I don't agree with that. I think I'm fun. 
I, th- I feel like that too. But they say uh, they feel that after a while, black women's focus shifts from the fun girlfriend to being more particular instead of solely concerned with ensuring uh, things in the relationship are taken care of. They become more fixated on small things. I don't know how this is different than any other women. These guys yeah, seem really. like they just haven't yeah. dated that many women. Um, additional insights were that black men think black women don't offer enough support for men's careers and are more, quote, inhibited sexually. This is crazy. Really? I do not agree at all. I know some black women and they hold it down. Their men lose their jobs. They like, I got you, babe. We gonna we gonna work it out. We gonna pay the bills, and I'm gonna suck you off. I mean, you oh. know what I mean? No, I mean, they, wow, all of the above. No, I mean, he's talking about she's uninhibited, you know, not uninhibited, and you know, no, that's crazy. Uh, black men also said that lots of time, black women don't look like they can't be bothered. We've heard men tell us that black women often come across as if they don't want to be bothered when you're out and about in public, whether in a store, leaving the office. Uh, they often appear more focused on what's ahead instead of stopping and meeting somebody again i think that's all women because sorry but men are creepy most of the time um (laughs) what do you think i think that a lot of people don't approach me because i have rbf resting bitch face so like if i'm just sitting there everybody i mean my my mom says it my whole family says if i'm sitting there and i'm just staring off people are like you have that at all you look like a People tell me I look like a bitch. <laughs> so, you know, I think maybe that's why people don't approach me all the time. I'm a very nice person. Mm-hmm. So I think that maybe guys just think that you look mean. But What I don't... about the perception? Black men in this, um, in this interview and, and study for Essence said that uh, they feel as though black women want what they want and are not willing to compromise. Um, so once they're determined to either have a career or a family, that's it. And their achievements drive the relationship instead of the actual relationship. But what woman doesn't know I... what they want or... I mean, unless you want, like, I mean, it's like these guys seem like they want a doormat, right? Our friendliness is often misunderstood. If we say hello to a man, sometimes they they automatically assume we want a romantic relationship with him. Whereas if a woman of another ethnicity says a random hello, wants to network or plays the damsel in distress, he often feels less threatened and more willing to share. Hmm. I mean, I think thoughts? they're all individual traits. I don't know that any of these traits are based solely on race. I, don't I agree. Think you can generalize any of the things that they've listed here as a black woman trait or a white woman trait, or you know, I but just don't. Let me ask you too: Do you still feel like? Because I actually even read that headline and I was like, God, is this really an issue? Is it this still an issue for the black community, or is it one at all that black men don't want to date black women? Is that real, or is that just like a crazy essence putting this out for clicks? I feel like it could be a little bit of both. If I'm being honest. Yeah, it like, seems kind of like that to me because I'm like, I think the seven reasons. Are well, silly. I think there's a lot of black men dating black women, but there mm-hmm. are some black men who kind of that example I gave when I was in the fifth grade. Yeah. They kind of never grew out of that. No tea, no shade. Draw. But I'm you know, 21. They, I'll, 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 you know, I'll move you, up. You'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I remember there was a athletic black guy when I was growing up and he used to always date the white girls. And I asked him, I was like, why do you date white girls? And he was like, oh, they're like trophies. Are you winning with a white girl? You know, this is when we were kids. I'm right. like, who, who said winning back then? But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but that's what he felt. And the same guy, he still, and my, my mother's husband is white. Really? White, Irish, German. Oh gosh! White as white can be. I'm ready to marry Chip. a black guy. Bring it on! Hey, you go Chip. black, you never go back. <laughs> so um, yes, yeah, so <laughs> thank you, Joel. We Next week moving? on the show. <laughs> 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 All right, AJ's got our news in pop culture. <laughs> you got to come. I want to have a Sarah. Oh, you know what? And oh, anybody goodness. can email us, Sarah at HeyFrage.com, Paul mm-hmm. Wharton style at Yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. But I'd be curious to see, because you are young, and I love that you're young. So Let's but, get her emails so I we'll have control over them. Black women feel as though there is an issue with other black women yeah. hating on them more. Okay. Is, well, that, you know, is that a real topic? I'll just close it off on the gay side and say that in D.C., there is a big divide between white gay men and black gay men. Really? Like, there's a bar that I always go to, Bar 9 on P Street. And on Friday nights, like, all the black guys are downstairs and all the white guys are upstairs. It's the craziest shit. It's like, it's that is so, so crazy. so weird. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, where do you go? And I'm like, you know, wherever the bartender knows me. Like, that's where I go. <laughs> where I can push people all the way and get to the front to the fastest is where I go. So crazy. But yeah, it's, it's really crazy. But thank you, Joelle. That was really Course, enlightening. Anytime, guys. <laughs> More to come.
All right, AJ has some stories for us from the week. So we need to get AJ over here to talk about news and pop culture. I love it. And Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris. I can't believe Jennifer Lawrence is such a cheating hoe. Oh no, I'm just God. kidding. No, she didn't like nothing to do with it. But anyway, I Hello. like those rumors. Hi, AJ. How's it going? It's going fantastic. Hey, we promised everybody an update. Is is your update. boyfriend like moved out of, of your parents' home? Did your mom still like him? What happened? So remember that fiasco? My mom yes. called my boyfriend. He was out of town. She balls him out and he calls me like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, what is going on with your family? And my mom is like, what? I did the right thing. Like, this is my life. This is my house. Anyways, my family is like, we, we, for, we brush things under the rug. Like, we, we resolve it and then we just move on. Like, the next day we acted like nothing ever literally happened. Literally nothing ever happened. And my whole family does this. <laughs> we probably should seek help because, but like now oh, we're totally yeah, fine. We, we went to dinner. We got drinks. We got, we got a little drunk and we're all just having a good time. And I'm like. Did we just forget that my mom just completely balled out? But we're over it. So and he's still living there for a while. He's yeah, he's still there. he's gonna live there until he's ready to get a new job. And uh, yeah, well, well, thank God it all worked that. out. That was a very emotional day. Know. We thought we thought something was like I was, majorly I was actually had happened. Yeah, it just bothered me because I was like, why does she think she can call him? But you know what? She it's her house. And I know that, so that's, that's what the thing. when you live with family. It, yeah, or you live with your parents, it does. You're right. under the rules. All right, what so, have you? Oh, well. I, <laughs> I don't want to minimize like your issues because I know that was a big deal for you, but it's not that big in the grand scheme of things. Okay, hello. I, totally agree. I was worried about you personally because you know you're an adult now and shit right. really happens. Like, oh right, yeah. Like, I mean, I thought somebody died. I'm like, okay, we got to call. We got to send her home in a car. I better call. <laughs> the, you know, we got to go to send her to the morgue or to the. You know, I'm like, who died? My mom first thought my boyfriend. I'm well, like, she what? has so many deeper issues than that. Like, <laughs> okay. she's blind and right, like, right, she right. like blows up like that. I'm like, oh no, what is the next? Okay, thing? and yeah. then I have to defuse the situation. So it's just a lot of pressure on me. Yeah. But. But there are so many other people dealing with way bigger issues, and that's what I always have to bring myself down yeah. and, like, remember. I'm like, there are, you know. Well, lucky you that so you're blessed. You know, you don't have bigger issues. Like, hopefully it stays right. that true. way. It's true. It's Let true. us, we'll carry the yeah. load. Right. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, and in that case, do I have a background? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so all right, were, what's going on? You were mentioning Anna Ferris, and everybody's it's just so sad. Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt announced their divorce this weekend. Very sad, uh, but it is am- amicable. They're happy oh, with so it. They they have a ba- yeah, so they say. They have a baby together, and it is sad to see, you know, another Hollywood marriage go to shit. This like, is my oh. thing, I, and I could rant about this the whole thing, but yeah. Anna Ferris also has a podcast, which I really like, and so she a couple months ago, she kind of addressed some of these rumors, and she was like, no, we're good, and this is just the press that puts it out there, and I'm like, right. bitch. They you, always say that. You are so <laughs> full of shit. Like, you guys have been fucking breaking up for a year. I don't know why these people, that's the thing that pisses me off. It's like, right. I don't come on here and talk about how my relationship relationship is so glamorous no one week i love him the next one i want to kick him out that's right. what real life is but exactly. these people come out and they all pretend no, oh it's ba-. i'm like girl happy. shut the hell up i'm like <laughs> i don't even care you're getting divorced now tell Good us luck. about real life yeah exactly yeah. Uh, and this goes along with a new study from um th- they're saying the millennials are now talking about their happy divorces and they're taking divorce selfies mm. So divorce, they're trying to do a new face of divorce because everybody hates divorces. But now so they're taking selfies with each other and they're saying, hey, we just got a divorce. It's a happy thing. And millennials are all about it. They're just trying to, you know. Do you think divorce is ever amicable? Really? It's not. I think, I think you can, it can still be. be friends. Your your mom is still friends with your, your, um, oh, yeah, your they, new ex-husband. This is not your father, your stepdad. Right. They go out to eat like every weekend. Yeah. That's friends. They just didn't want to live together. You know what I'm concerned about? <laughs> I'm like, okay. I have a friend, one of my best friends, Erica Gutierrez. I went to her wedding in my last serious relationship in Miami. She's since got a divorce and she's engaged again with a new wedding date. And I'm still not in a new relationship. What the fuck? This was always me in high school. I'm sorry. I just had that little moment. I'm like, huh? This is me in college. I was like, this girl got cheated on while she, well, she cheated on her boyfriend and I can't even get a text back. Like, I can't even get one guy to look at me, but yet this girl is has a boyfriend and is cheating on him with another guy. Oh, I know. Well, that's how I'm it like, always what? happens. Uh, I know. But you know what I'm saying? It's like... Which it's is shocking. That you're, like, super yeah. hot. I don't know how you're not getting no, anybody. No, I just didn't. Mm. That's so weird. It's okay. come a long Were way. Were you ugly then? I think I went through, like, this... Uh, I de- you know when people, like, have, have peaked in high school? You I used the U word? I did not. <laughs> You use the U word? Oh joke. my God. Let the joke. letters roll. <laughs> no, I'm going to do an Instagram post to you about how you used to be ugly, now you're hot. 
I still people like can you. change. You know when you have those awkward phases? Well, I went yes, through it alone. Yes, so me too. Alone. One of them. Me too. We're still, we ch- everybody changes. We're yeah, changing all the time. I wish there was a trip in my life when I was 190 pounds, but nobody was writing to me that I looked gorgeous. They were like, <laughs> one less Twinkie. That was like the truth. Stop Jeez. eating those Twinkies. Oh, well, now Sorry. that I work in an office, they're just always bringing in snacks. And I work at a news station, so all the anchors are so skinny. But I watch them eat. But, you know, eat what I, I eat whatever. I'm like, I, I, I am active, and I eat, and I'm happy. So Good. That's you look amazing. Be. You look amazing. Thank you, Paul. Uh, and secondly, I have a new update on Tiger Woods. His hearing was today, after he got May 29th, the uh, incident when cops found and passed out behind the oh, wheel. Oh, yeah. What's mm. going on with him? So he struck a deal in his DUI case. He's agreed to enter DUI diversion program for first-time offenders. Um, and he's scheduled to go before a judge in Palm County early Wednesday morning, which is actually probably happening as we speak. Um, and so, yeah, he decided to go to a rehab center, and he's going to get help. And it's, it's good. Maybe. He needs it. And we're doing fan- I'm just going to say it, but I do think he's kind of cursed at this point. I think his dad died, and I think that it's all he, yeah, he couldn't handle it. I think he lived a fake life for a long time. I, I think he's got major issues. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and that's all. Yeah, so goodbye, Tiger Woods. <laughs> we moved to these topics. What like, happened to Elin? Yeah, Elin is chilling. She no, had, she's chilling. She got she's about four hundred million or yeah. something. She's chilling for life. I mean, she got, she won that whole thing. She was like, "Deuces, I'm rich now." Are we talking about Usher? Oh, I no, I'm sad. So. Do you want to talk about? It? I want to talk, talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, did y'all see the press conference with Gloria Allred's daughter and the, <laughs> the woman? Okay, now... And by the way, Usher uh, this morning is getting ready to counter Sue, the woman that came out. We can get into a whole other issue of fat shaming. The woman that came out was... uh, Oh, they had something for her ass on Twitter, didn't they? Oh, my God. I (laughs) I mean, mean, people were so cruel. So horrible. So cruel. Basically, there was like, there's no way. She set herself up. And Usher says that no. She wasn't his type, and he did not have sex with her. And by the way, she doesn't have herpes, so I don't know how you can sue. I mean, no offense to her, but... He called me 30 minutes later and asked me my hotel room. He came <laughs> over, and after engaging in light conversation, we engaged in sexual activity. Although I am negative. What? Wait, hold up. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me you holding a press conference because you slept with Usher? How do you know Usher was positive for herpes at that time? And how do we, you know, and if you were positive, how do we know? That Usher is the one who gave it. It was just, it just didn't make any sense. Here's a little bit of the press conference. Yes. As a woman. I think he had sex with her, though. I was upset by the reports because I would have never consented if I would have known. I would not have taken the risk of getting an incurable disease. My health is very important to me. Oh, God. Does she look healthy? Especially now that I am a mother. (laughs) Oh, I feel that my rights were violated. I'm speaking out today on behalf of myself and others, some of whom are positive and are embarrassed to speak out publicly. Okay. I am doing this so that he does not do this to anyone else. Usher, if you are negative, please say so. If you are positive, you need to warn your sex partners so that they can make their own informed decisions. Thank you. Okay. Well, well, you know, I tell you, this Paul did a really good impression of her. Of a Maury Povich, right? <laughs> it reminds me of Maury Povich, and you know what? I never really understood about Maury Povich. What? You it's know, all fake. But... You are the father. You are not the father. Right. Who the hell is talking about using condoms? What is wrong with y'all straight people? How come everybody's running around? I know. You know, having raw sex. You cannot bear back like that. It's not. Do you expect this? I feel like all the celebrities, it's like Jim Carrey, you know, Jim Carrey's ex-girlfriend that ended up taking her own life and her parents are suing because he had all kinds of STDs, didn't tell her, gave them to her. It's like these, of course, celebrities have sex with so many people. They all have STDs. Like, mm. look at Charlie Sheen. The dude's HIV positive. I mean, come on. Charlie but, Sheen is such a man whore. You didn't think if you were having sex with him that he had like, I mean, I don't even know how his dick's still on. But this woman is saying that. That she would never have consented to having sex with Usher if she knew he was positive for her. Well, she didn't ask. I mean, he could have been positive for anything. Yeah, I so agree. She had, did she have unprotected sex with the yeah, man? Yeah, that's what she's saying. Um, Usher, by the way, has come out and made a statement. He says in no way, shape, well, he hasn't made a statement. A, a source close to him says that Usher told um, sources that he plans to sue Lisa Bloom, who's the attorney, and his accusers. And But I think he does have herpes because I think he already settled one case. 
I don't know. Poor I, I, Usher's. And if he does have herpes and he gave it to them, that's terrible. Yeah, it's awful. So you know, I went on a date with this with this guy once in New York, and we were in a cab heading to my house. You know, after we had been out drinking, and we were heading uptown, and he says, "Hey, I got something to tell you." This is make, gonna make me sound awful, but he said, "I got something to tell you." <laughs> I love the herpes. Stories. He's like, "I got the herps," and I <laughs> yes. was like, "Huh?" I was like, "Well, the kind on your lip." He was like, "No, the no. other kind." He said, "The other kind," and I was like, "Oh, thank you." <laughs> Thank you for telling me. Two stops. <laughs> I said to the driver. I said to the driver, two stops. And because we are I knew out we were of about here. to pass by Hell's Kitchen, yeah. which is where he lived. And I just wanted to get my action on that night, but I didn't want to, you know, have anything lingering after that. So right. I just said two stops. And he looked at me like I was crazy. I dropped him off and I said, I got it. I'll cover the cab. Boogie, and then did you go to somebody else's house? I give him oh, credit. Yeah. I give yeah, him credit <laughs> for telling you. I think that's great. Sure. Yeah. Because he could have got some action that night if he hadn't told me. Now, thank God, I've you know, Maybe after all these years, I don't, I haven't gotten anything. The thank the Lord. I know. Because I'm pretty safe, though. Well, good. Yeah. All right. Any other stories that you got no, for us No, we're good. Culture? We're good to go. Usher, yeah, we got it wrapped up. I love it. I all love right. It. Thank you Thank you, all. you so... We had to do a quick one today because you guys have so much to talk about. We, I know we did have, have a lot to talk about. Where can people follow you? Because you do great impressions. Where can people follow you online and see the video? Tell me your voices. Yeah. Are your voices appropriate? Have we really, have we weeded out the ones that are ethically appropriate? Like, yeah, I think so. This is surprise guest, Courtney Kardashian. Follow me on all the impressions. Yeah, this one's like totally You do a good Trump. We're done here. My my Instagram. (laughs) 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 That's so good. We don't have time for losers. Follow me, Instagram, Andrea Lopez Impressions. I'm out. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) AJ, ladies and gentlemen. Thank all you right, all. Paul, um, yes. is there any place that, do you have any events coming up, anything that you want to promote? Because I, I I like to, when I'm promoting something, I like YouTube too, so then I don't seem like a shameless plugger. Oh, <laughs> look how the tear, you know what, Sarah? I don't have a single thing to promote. I'm going to make this all about you because <laughs> I'm magnanimous do- in that way. Don't do it. Well, look. We I, have girls night out on Saturday night. Yes, we have girls yeah. night out. Come to that. There's still tickets. You know where you can get tickets? This is Sean Yance. If you're obsessed with Fox 5. Oh, everyone from Fox 5 will be there. Everybody. Um, G-N-O by SeanYancey.com. Girls night out. G-N-O by Sean, S-H-A-W-N, Yancey.com. Check it out. Tickets still available. Woo! It's going to be a fabulous night. Sarah and I are hosting the fashion show. You can check out PaulWartonBeauty.com. Since I have the opportunity, yeah. might as well plug it. <laughs> I am, listen, I have this new tagline because I'm traveling all around this summer okay. and I take my skincare products everywhere. I took them to Italy. I took them to Grey Gardens and I say, hashtag, see the world, not the wrinkles. Paul Wharton oh, Beauty. I love that. Com, right? I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Oh my God, that is so good. Because this space is good, isn't it? It's so good. If you want that, Check out PaulWhartonBeauty.com. See the world, not the the wrinkles. wrinkles. I love that. (laughs) Awesome. Well, you can catch us Saturday and then also this entire month, Dolce Gillette um, in D.C. at their Shaw location. I teamed up with them with some other influencers, and we are doing a Gilletto contest. So whoever sells the most Gilletto, 10% of the proceeds goes to a charity of their choice. So I love Active Minds, which helps people with mental illness um, in college, depression, if you're having an eating disorder. So I actually created a vegan plant for uh, vegan <laughs> chocolate pudding uh, gelato. It's really good. I got to bring it in. Dunnut. Yeah, we should have had it on the podcast. I want to well, try it. We can go to the, it's only at the Shaw location, so please go buy it. Buy, buy, buy it. Um, because the money, part of the proceeds will go to Active Minds, but it's only at their Shaw location, and I swear it actually tastes like chocolate gelato. I love it. And it's made with avocado. It's really good, and it's non-dairy. How come I feel like vegan is a four-letter word today? We got to get past this, people. I know. Can't we just all have <laughs> yes. to celebrate each other's choices? Absolutely. You know? Uh, and I'm also going to be doing an event there next Thursday night, so if you want more details, go to Hayfresh Podcast. Cast. Um, I'll be with two Instagram puppy stars, Sebastian and Luna. <laughs> Which oh just God. seems like a really bad dog food commercial, but it's not. It's at Dolce Gilletti. So if you're looking to try it, just come next Thursday to Shaw. It starts at 6 p.m. I'll get uh, more details on my Facebook page. All right, Paul, anything else? Please plug something else. That just sounded like so. <laughs> well, you pretty much took all the time. I think we have to wrap up now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's perfect. been real but hey check me out at Paul Wharton on Twitter Paul Wharton Style on Instagram and PaulWhartonStyle.com I love it for my blog I'm, yeah hey phrase everywhere and um, you know you'll see us next week you guys are amazing email us fun bye guys bye, bye friends hey,
day, hey phrase, what's the phrase that you hear? Every day, hey phrase, what's the phrase that you hear? Tune in, yeah, you gotta tune in. Sarah Fraser on.